All right, it's been a while since I've done an interview or even done a podcast. But today I got a special guest from the Bay Area, now living out in Oregon. I have comedian Rex Navaretti jumping on board. So we'll catch him on the other side of the break. So first, let's get this started. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Welcome, everyone. It's The Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Eric B. Coming up next, we have Rex Navaretti. All right, today I am I am grateful to have Bear Area Comic. I used to listen to this guy a lot, and I got I got a story to tell him when when he's on. He's on. He's already here, and I want to welcome Bear Area's own Filipino comic, Rex Navarrete. What's up, Eric? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast. No, thank you for jumping on. I know you and I was working on times and dates, and I know you're busy. You got a big tour coming out here on the West Coast. We'll definitely plug that in a second. But, man, Rex, thank you for jumping on the show. Thank you for being on. And please, like I do to all my guests, go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Yeah, yeah. this is a stand-up comic, Rex Navarrete, a Filipino-American comic. Uh, that's my genre. Uh, I pretty much created it. I've uh, been doing it uh, 33 years now. So, uh, you know, uh, Bay Area kid, born in, uh, born in the Philippines, but uh, pretty much raised in uh, South San Francisco. Nice. And uh, now I'm based in uh, Oregon. Nice. Know, of all places, still here in the West Coast. But, um, you know, yeah, getting ready for this nice uh, little uh, road trip, um, driving down to California and hitting up a bunch of cities. And, uh, you know, this is uh, 33 years of work and, People come out and bring out the new fans and uh, the older ones. So, yeah. yeah, Thanks for having me on the podcast, Eric. I like to call you the original Filipino comic. And, and the only reason why is because before we got all these new Filipino comics that's out right now, you know, um, I would always say you set the standard to a lot of Filipino comics to be who they are to, you know, back then when you came on as a comic, no one really knew what Filipinos were except the Filipinos, right? We didn't know what Filipinos yeah. are. The Filipinos, so when you came out with your Filipino accent and telling us the stories about, you know, the, you know your your childhood and, and, you know, the SBC Packers, I still go back to the SBC Packers because when I was taking a trip to Vegas one day, I was the one driving. Every, everybody fell asleep, of course, and I put in the CD and it was your CD and listening to that, Everyone woke up and they're just like, "Hey, who is this? Who is this?" I was like, "Hey, this is Rex Navarrete. This guy's this guy's funny," and we were just laughing about the whole, you know, SBC Packers. And to me, till this day, do you still do that bit? Do you still do that 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 uh SBC Packers? Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a time where I didn't do it. I retired it for like twelve years because it was just too monotonous. And, yeah. You know, and it's like, that's all everyone wanted to hear. And I had some other bits I wanted to try out. And so I, I, I put it aside for 12 years. And then, but just recently, you know, since, uh, you know, since uh, I started touring again with the pandemic, you know, um, allowed us to get back on the road. And, you know, you know what? Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's treat the fans and uh, nice. bring it back and, uh, you know, improve it a little 
and have you know uh, it's got to be fun for me and i and i and i think i made it a lot more fun for folks to listen to you know there's a new generation of uh, yes stand-up comedy fans out there and um you know they weren't even born yet when i started doing this <laughs> and so it's uh no, it's a treat to see uh you know, these young ones coming to the shows you know these new 18 19 year olds you know it's just like rediscovering you know you know, this genre that, uh, you know, everyone else is kind of doing lately, but you know, yeah, like you said, uh, you know, I've been doing this 33 years and, um, you know, I, 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 uh, I've been pretty much alone, the lone Filipino American standup, yes. you know, doing, doing this genre of solely, you know, a hundred percent flip material, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, I mean, I could be, I could have been that Filipino face, but just doing white material. And, you know, I can't claim, I wouldn't be able to claim Filipino American material. You know, yeah. uh, so I, you know, I had a Filipino face doing Filipino material. So, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to reintroduce that to a new generation of fans. Yeah. And we love it. Everybody loves it. I had my kids listen to a couple of your, a couple of your bits and my, my, my younger son, who's, who's, you know, my, my kids are Filipino and a hundred percent Filipino. And when they were listening to you, they were just like, oh, my God, what's the album called, Dad? And I just, you know, just look it up. On, on We've we got you on Apple. Apple Music is where we got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Apple iTunes got yeah, everything yeah. now. We, yeah, yeah. We got you on there. And that's all. Like, one morning I was getting ready for work, and, and, and I'm hearing I'm hearing your voice up there, and he's just cracking up. And I'm like, you're going to go tell your 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 friends all this, right? He's like, <laughs> it's like he's just, How old's your kids? Uh, How old are they? 18 and 17. Two boys. There you go. Boys. Yeah, They're old yeah. enough to come to the club now. Yeah, yeah. We're. I'm trying to get one of them to go, but we'll... we'll they're they're not they're not late guys so you know by nine o'clock they're usually already like I'm tired. Uh, ah man, they're gonna, they're gonna well tell them to take a nap. And you know, come out to the show because I I rarely come out to the Bay Area. Yeah, I know when I rarely. saw that when I saw that and again we'll run down this but you know for for us San Franciscans or Bay Area guys he's gonna be at um Cops Comedy Club August third. That's here in San Francisco and for to see Rex here in San Francisco like you just said you hardly come out here and when you do. I know it's going to be packed. I already got my tickets, so I'm making sure that I want to be there. To, to oh yeah, 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 and I'll be playing at my home club. This is a historic comedy club. This yes. is where all the big acts, all the big names, all my heroes have played at Cobb's Comedy yeah. Club or the sister club, uh, the Punchline SF. But the Cobb's, Cobb's, are right there in North Beach. That is historic. That's you the know, spot. That's, yeah, that is. That, I recorded you know um, one of my albums there. Um, you know, it's, it's just a fun club and it's a Wednesday. So, you know, there's no excuse. Yes. If you guys got plans on the weekends, this is a Wednesday. Yes. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to make North beach into a little, uh, you know, little Filipino flip village. I was day. telling, I was telling Rex before we jumped on my Filipino coworkers, I'm in healthcare and I, my Filipino coworkers is like, it's a Wednesday. We're not going to, we're not going to be able to come to work on Thursday. I said, you know what? If you guys show up, I'll buy you a drink. And I'll buy you coffee the next day. Yes. And then one of the Pinai yes. said, make sure you get my, my Benti Frappuccino. I was like, it's <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning. What are you doing drinking exactly. a cold drink? Hey, Rex, let's go back 33 years ago. 33 years ago when you got into stand-up, what made you get into stand-up? What inspired you and who inspired you? Dude, I was terrified. I love I love the art form. I love the craft so much. Such a big fan of of, you know, of Bay Area comics who were doing it, um, you know, a little, you know, years before me, and I got to see them live. And 
you know, I just loved it so much and I, I just wanted to give it a try. So I did when I was still in college and, and I, I uh, signed up for a, a talent uh, showcase at a big Asian American Pacific Islander conference in the barrier that was passing through. And, and I got up on stage and did 10 minutes and it was the most terrifying 10 minutes I've ever done in my life. Nice. Yeah. It was horrible. I can't even remember my material to this day, but it was, someone's got it on tape, but it was horrible. You know, <laughs> if I mean, I, I felt uh, it was an accomplishment, but yeah, 33 years ago, I was just, just a college kid, you know, big fan of comedy. And I, I just wanted to, um, you know, just be part of that scene and, um, you know, be a writer and yeah. be a performer. And, um, you know, even though it still scares me to this day, of course, uh, I love it. I still get stage fright, but I love it when it's working. Oh man, it's awesome. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Everything's coming together. Your, 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 your script, you know, your ideas, you know, you're, you're looking at the crowd and there's a nice dialogue going on between me and the crowd. Yeah. Oh man, it's rich. It's totally it's totally rich, but if you can get beyond the fears, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's an amazing, it's an amazing, you know, gift nice. to share with folks. Nice. Um, well, how supportive was your family? Uh, I was reading your bio and, and it said in your bio that they didn't even know you were, you're into stand up till you started doing stand up. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, it took them, it took me two years to finally come out wow. to the family. Wow. And I was just doing club dates. I was doing colleges. I was just doing, you know, these little private events and hosting gigs. And yeah. And then, uh, you know, I, uh, I think at 1991 or so, there was like uh, this uh, competition uh, for comics of color out in Oakland. And yeah. I, I signed up and it was great, you know. And I, I didn't place first and I was fine. For me, it was more of like, hey, I get to participate. I yeah. get to be... Yeah, you know, part of this is uh, hey, this is great for young comics like me, you know. So, you know, and this is going to school, and 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 um, and you get to be on the examiner, the sub examiner. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's nice. You know that, yeah, you know, just to show that clipping, you know, a little photo group photo, all of us comics competing, you know, to show that to the family. That yeah, all right, it's uh, it's official. <laughs> uh, it's official. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do stand up. You're doing stand up for you guys who don't know what the X SF Examiner is. It used to be a newspaper. It's still around. It's still oh, yeah. around, but a lot of people go to the sfexaminer.com or sfgate is what what people are used to now. Um, how was it back then? Thirty three years ago was 1989. Correct was right. was when you started. How was it yeah. back then? You being a Filipino comic without a lot of Filipino comics. You know, we, we, we had your... <laughs> there, was, there was only... I, I can count them all on my hand, yeah. on one hand, and have my thumb left, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was just uh, me. I was the, I was the newest. Um, there was... Uh, they were the one who came before me and everyone else. That's Ron Mariera. Um, there's Al Manalo. There's Kennedy Campasares. Uh, but then, um, you know, and that was just us, just yeah. the local guys. But then, the, you know, the one that really influenced me actually, uh, you know, is from Hawaii. And that's Andy Bumatai. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's still around, you know. I, I consider him one of my you know, unofficial mentors. Nice. Just to see him, you know, on, on television, you know, like blew my mind. Like, yeah. this guy's hilarious. And to listen to his tapes, um, you know, and he's half Filipino himself. But he's, you know, he does Hawaiian, you know, stand-up comedy. You yeah. know, real local, local people comedy. Um, and then, um, you know, and then other acts like Lorenzo Matawara, 
and I'll see him on TV every now and then, but he did a lot of sitcom work. He was that character, Buzz Belmondo. Um, you know, you'd see him on, uh, on Baywatch, you know, that's, you know, strange, you know, you'll see Filipinos, you know, that of course, you know, Rob Schneider, Rob you know, Schneider, yeah, hat, yeah. you know, who's, who's Filipino himself, you know, from Pacifica. Uh, but still, he didn't come out. He didn't, he never said, "Hey, I'm a Filipino American comic. I do flip comedy." Nah, you know, he didn't go that direction. No one was going that direction. That was a hard time, you know. Yeah. So I, I just said, "Screw it. I'm just gonna. This is all I know. This is. I'm just gonna do Filipino American jokes. They're all in English, so I'm not translating." Yeah, yeah. You know, everything's in English. You can't if you don't understand it. Now you know how we feel in your world, <laughs> right? You're right. You're right. Yeah. How was that for so, you? Though? I, mean, <laughs> I mean, how was that for you back then when you weren't sure how the crowd was going to react to a Filipino joke or something that only Filipinos would understand? How was that for you? Was it like, I got to do it no matter what. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. But I know my Filipinos will understand it. Yeah. I mean, you get, you, you, when you get up on stage and you're doing, you know, specifically ethnic type American humor. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, you got to be generous, you know, you got to know that the room isn't all Filipino and they're going to bring their friends, uh, maybe their spouses, you know, or just random people who are not Filipino coming to the, to the showroom. You know, just want to have a good time. Yeah. You know, you got to accommodate for them, you know? Um, and if, um, if I'm not doing my job as a writer where they don't get it, yeah, I got to work on it. Yeah. 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 Know? Because maybe something I, 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 I didn't uh, I didn't fill in all the details and that maybe I'm just being kind of selfish or lazy as a writer um, but I will try to include everybody you know but if they don't get it you know it's just meant for us I'll let you know it's just for us yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> oh, it's no. just for us we love it and and it's funny because me being on both sides me understanding everything you talk about we got we all get it we all get it. like I said my kids um, my my younger son who listens to you, religiously and when he heard you and he was like oh my god this guy is us he's describing things that we are and he even said when i listen to him and he does his his filipino accent i think of lolo because that's exactly how lolo is I'm like yeah that's exactly how he is <laughs> and he, yeah i try i try my hardest to make sure the voices sound correct yeah yeah you know? oh no i'm not i'm not just gonna switch p's and v's and f's and you know and whatever, you know, I'm just going to make sure I sound like we sound. Yeah. You yeah. know, we have a very distinct sound. You just can't switch around consonants, you know. Hey, there you go. That's how you sound Filipino. <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're, no, don't do that. You're yeah. just a white guy, white guy trying to do, you know, a uh, Filipino voice, you know, taking shortcuts. No, yeah, yeah. You know, because you got to be respectful because, you know, I, I, I figured, you know, the longevity of my career um, it's going to reflect, uh, you know, my, I guess my technique and my, my, my sound is going to reflect highly, yeah. uh, on, onto, uh, you know, my work. And so I want to make sure that whatever accent I do, if it's not Filipino, I'm going to make sure it's correct. You know, yeah. if I'm going to do other Asian voices, other European voices, you know, urban voices. No, I'm going to make sure it is close as close to the real deal as possible. Otherwise nice. you're doing the whole, those other communities a disservice. Wow. Yeah. You were 19 you know? years old when you started this. Yeah. 19. 19. 19 years old. When we were when I was 19, I wasn't even sure. I was in college. I just finished high school and I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do 
at a 19 at 19 years old 19 years old you were actually getting on stage and you were performing for people and showing people you know our culture showing yeah. people like hey this is you know this and that man how was that as a 19 year old i know you mentioned it earlier you were you know petrified but yeah yeah i mean you you get used to it i mean i was i was going to college i, I was going to sf state you know at the time and i was in i was in ethnic studies actually i was okay. in I was in Asian American studies, a Filipino American studies program, you know. So, all that stuff was just fuel to the fire, yeah. you know. To, to you know, I, I I wanted to make sure that I had a good enough background. What the hell I'm talking about yeah. on stage, you know? I, I didn't want it to become too political, too preachy. I still wanted to make it funny. It has to be funny. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be a stand-up comic, it has to be funny. Otherwise, it's you know, it's spoken word or poetry. You know, uh, you know, or, or activism. You know, it, it's uh, it's it's a blend of everything. But it's still bottom line has to be funny. Yes, yes, and and they are. They're all funny. A lot of stuff you do. Um, if you want to listen to Rex on Apple iTunes, um, there's a few albums live at Cobb's. There's the the comedy of Rex Navarrete. Bastos is what's one of them. Uh, Badly Browned. Um, what's this? Husky Boy. There's Husky, Husky Boy. Boy yeah? yeah, and then there's a. Uh, Yes, one of my CDs, Husky Boy. There's uh, Badass Madapaka. That one's yes, that, that was our yes, favorite. Uh, that was a DVD, and I I, I put the I put the last uh, few DVDs onto audio. Yeah. So people can now listen to the DVDs, which are no longer available. Yeah. Now you can listen. You can listen to them in audio, which is nice. still fun. You know. So you this is this is perfect because this is, was my my next segue to the question is, you were doing comedy when CDs was just everyone was buying CDs left. Oh yeah. CDs and, and the time of Napster, you know, illegal downloading and sharing was happening. So, you know, that was when I was win, that was a win lose situation for me. You know, I was losing money, but I was winning fans, (laughs) you know, you know, all over the planet. That was awesome. You know, to, to get, you know, emails from fans from all over the world, you know, who downloaded my stuff off Napster, you know, I mean, yeah, I just say, Hey, it's cool. Yeah, you, you you downloaded myself on Napster, but when I come to your country, you better you know buy a ticket. Buy a ticket, show. exactly. Show up there. That's all. That's that's an even trade. That's right? all we yeah. ask for, exactly. And, to, and also to get you know really cool emails from you know, other Filipino American kids, you know, fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan. You know, just in their literally in their foxholes with their earbuds on, listening to you know Badly Brown, yeah, and Husky Boy. That's just yeah. That ah, just gets you, man. Yeah, like, no. yeah that's, you know, you know, comedy gets you through the hardest times. Yeah, and I'm glad. You know, I'm glad my comedy, you know, is is there too. You know, it's my, helping people out. My favorite one, my favorite album. I love all your albums. But my favorite one is the Helipinoy album. That one's my favorite. Helipinoy. That's yes. my favorite, just because a lot of the things you say on there I can relate to, and it's just <laughs> it's just one of those where. If I'm having a bad day, if I'm having a rough day, literally, I'll sit, be sitting at work and I just put my AirPods on, and I have I just turn in that album, and everyone's looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" It's like, nothing. I'm just in the zone right now. I'm just in the zone right now. <laughs> Little do they know. Little do they know. I mean, the one, the one, my my son was laughing about one. I I don't remember which album it is, but when when you were describing the different food that came to the Philippines. And how oh, yeah, yes. we got, and then, you know, he was like, the Indians gave us curry and they were like, yeah, what the hell is this curry curry? You know, 
yes, that's right. Those are the foodie invader. Truck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Chinese gave us you know uh, lupia and uh, yeah. you know pancit. Yeah. Yeah, the Spain brought us all other stuff too. Yeah, and then America, what did they bring us? Hot dog. Yeah, yeah hot, dog. hot dog. <laughs> we <Yeah>. got some. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna invade us, you get better bring some damn good food. Yeah, because we'll we'll change it up a little bit, and make it oh our my own. God. Food, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's cool, man. That's that's really cool that your son is digging that stuff. Oh yeah, that's I awesome. mean, because you know they they love they love the culture. You know, if, you know, and you know this. Um, kids nowadays are raised American style. You know, back then, yeah, we didn't have Grubhub, we didn't have DoorDash. Well, you wanted food, you got you went outside, you took whatever steps you had to take to go wherever you are. Nowadays, yeah, yeah. it's so different, and you know, for for them to hear what you went through, and even just the stories you tell. You know, I always tell him like, "Hey, there's a story behind all his all his comics or his comedy, so just listen to it, and they can relate." Because, like I said, they always think of what Lolo talks about. You know, you have that one. You everyone, every Filipino has the Lolo that always talks about when I grew up in the Philippines. This is how we used to do things and do that. Sure. So when yeah, they the hear, struggle, you got to yeah. share how we struggle. So when they hear you, they think of that, and they're like, "That's like that Lolo just said that yesterday." I'm like, "Yeah, see, <laughs> telling you, that's how it is." Yeah, man. Sometimes the struggle is hilarious. Now, then, no, but yeah. now, yes, you know, because now, you know, we got we got to remind our kids, you know, it's just uh, it was a different time, and yeah. we we actually had to, you know, really struggle, yeah, and do some hard work like the labor, and you know, we had to face some real, you know, problems and the discrimination. You know, yeah. and real, you know, real bigotry. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, not like, not like today where, you know, it's a little more buried. It's not yeah. out in the open, yeah, yeah. but it's still around. You and I are probably the same age, you know, when it comes to age. I remember growing up, half of the people I grew up with didn't even know what a Filipino was. You know, they're right. like, what is right. Filipino? And I said, yeah, exactly. We have to describe, you know, geographically where the Philippines were. And the first thing they say is like, oh, you're by China. Oh, so you're Chinese. Like, no, not really. But, you know, that's yeah. how they look at us because they didn't know yeah. what the Filipino was. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's still a journey. Yeah. Know? Because we've, we, 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 we hit the, we hit the, uh, the conqueror lottery. Yes, we did. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Everyone invaded us, man. So uh, everybody, but, but the thing about us, we endured. We, we, we endured, you know, we, we kept it together as a people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, if they really wanted to wipe us out culturally and psychologically, we wouldn't be able to speak Tagalog or yeah. Filipino. Yeah. You know, we kept on to our traditions. We still did. And to our language and we adapted. That's the one thing about Filipinos. We adapted because it was just a survival skill. Yeah. And um, it's a testament to our, our spirit that we just adapt. Yep. You know? Yep. And keep keep moving forward, people. We keep took we took from others, made it our own, and made it better, and made it what worked for us. And that's what I love yeah. about the Philippines yeah, and the exactly. Filipino community. Yeah. We'll give you the upgrade. You know? Yes, we'll upgrade. <laughs> that's why. That's why every country loves having Filipinos. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're we're running literally the Middle East without Filipinos. That place would collapse. Yeah, yeah. You know who's gonna who's gonna pull the oil out of their you know exactly. Van? You know, no, man, Filipinos, we're taking over, 
Really? I got a buddy really? of mine. Funny story to tell you. I got a buddy of mine who went to Dubai. He, he took his wife to Dubai just to go to Dubai because they said they always wanted to go to Dubai. Yeah. When they got to the hotel, this big car, you know, of Middle Easterns pulls up and he's waiting for the bellman. And then the guy comes out of the car and goes, hey, boy, take my luggage to, you know, the front desk. And he's like, dude, he's looking at him like, I don't work here. But the guy gave him some, I don't know, whatever the, the money rate is out there, gave him a lot of money. Yeah. So he takes the luggage. He brings it up to the front desk. He's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, hey, I took his luggage up to the front desk and he gave me money for it. So we're going to use this for dinner. <laughs> some, <laughs> some spending money. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's there like, you hey, go. might as well, you know, make use to what the, you know, he thinks I work here. I'm going to, okay. Yeah, wow. man, Dubai is no joke, man. That's like the land of billionaires out there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been there. It's a beautiful, beautiful place, man. It's wonderful out there. But I, yeah, I want to go Filipinos there. Out there. A lot of Filipinos running that town. My bucket list is to go out. My bucket list is to actually have you. You've been back to the Philippines, I assume, correct? Yeah, yeah. Before the pandemic, yeah, I okay. was there. You know, I, I I plan to go back. It's time to go home. Did you ever do a tour or do anything out there? Oh, yeah. In yeah. the early 2000s, I'd say 2002 all the way up to 2006. Okay. I was just in Manila most of the time. Nice. Know? I was doing gigs there throughout Asia. So it's like a little base of operations. So, yeah, I, I you know, I, someone had to bring stand up to the Philippines. Now, describe, I volunteered. Describe I volunteered. the Filipinos in the Philippines versus the Filipinos in America. How did they... How do the Filipinos in the Philippines react to your comic comedy? Oh, just right. They're smart, man. I was—they intimidated me. They're uh, uh, they're a highly evolved comedy audience. Nice out there. You know, I was afraid, but they know—they know—they um, know what to expect. They've been watching our stand-up for decades. Yeah, yeah. They've just—they've just been waiting for someone to bring it and yeah. do it live. You know, in a long format. You know, and uh, and the big reason that brought that one thing that brought me to the Philippines um, was uh, the animation on Marites versus Super Friends. Yes, <laughs> that and was funny. So yeah, that went viral. You know, this is before YouTube and Facebook. This is when you know people just copy uh, copy and paste the link to the website yeah. where you can watch the the, the, the animation. And uh, man, so I, I I that that's what brought me to the Philippines. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I was there, and then you know, yeah, and uh, stand up was able was able to happen in the Philippines. You of, you, you brought Mari Test before Mari Test became popular in the Philippines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I re yeah, I remember exactly. that. I remember that skit. I was like, I was like, what's a Mari Test? And I was like, whoa. And then here we are in 2022, and you're still hearing Mari Test and all that stuff that's going on in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still happening. You, you grew know, the up country, in, the country goes through many uh, ups and downs, but it's relatively still the same. Yes. So you grew up in the Bay Area. You grew up in South San Francisco. Um, did you go to high school in the Bay Area as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all elementary school, um, you know, middle school, and high school and college. Yeah. Do you want to give a shout out of the high school that you went to? Hey, South City, class of 87. What's up, Warriors? South City. You know, you know what's funny is I coach football for my son's yeah. high school football team, and I just found out that they don't even have a football team anymore. And I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, no. They were what the most. Um, something about budget. Funding? Yeah, budget and the funding. Oh, no, really? And oh, I, man. You know, I used to tell the kids, like, hey, this is a school that you never, ever wanted to face because 
half of them were Polynesians. And yeah. You never oh, want, yeah. We didn't even yeah, call them yeah. the South City. They were called the Warriors for a reason because they were Polynesians. <laughs> They're you know? all big Samoan boys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, it was one of those. Oh, we had Samoans and Tongans. Oh man, yeah. that was half the football team right that there. That was that was it. We, I remember my cousin went to El Camino, and you know South City and El Camino were rivals. I remember. I oh yeah, go, yeah. I went to go watch a game at you know South City. You know, first time I, I grew up in the city, so first time I'm seeing a high school with nighttime football because San Francisco we don't have nighttime football for some reason. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm over there and I'm watching and I'm like, oh my god, their team looks huge. And then my cousin goes, "That's their JV team." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, where's their Vars?" He goes, <laughs> "They're not done with puberty yet." Yeah, he goes, "They'll be out soon." But what you're watching right now is their JV team. I was like, "Oh, yeah, we have grown men uh, on varsity." And I grown looked, grown men. I looked at him. I did the whole exorcist thing. I gave him the sign of the cross, and I said, "Good luck, buddy." <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, those, those those games against El Camino, man, classic. Those are classic times, man. But yeah, I still got family in South City. My parents are still there. Nice. You know, I got family out throughout Daly City. I'm, I'm a South City, Daly City kid. So, yeah. you know, I claim Daly City as well. Because yeah, yeah. South City and Daly City right up against each right other. each other, yeah. And when you get all those Filipinos living on, on Gellert and Callan Boulevard, yep. man, you know, that's, that's one big town. That is one big city. I grew up. My summers, I spent a lot of my summers in Daly City. My, You know, again, I grew up in San Francisco. My, I grew up in a pretty bad neighborhood back then so my mom and dad would always send me to my cousin's house in daily city and they live right off gillard they live over there on lysette which is callen's not Gosh, that, yeah, yeah yeah not that far away so i grew up with a lot of filipinos daily city filipinos and you know yeah. a lot of people don't realize there's a difference between daily city filipinos and san francisco filipinos and yeah yeah back then it was just fun because it's like you were able to ride your bikes you can go do whatever and when Classic Bowl first opened, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, yeah. I know Classic right down King and Callan. Right across the street was 7-Eleven. Yep, that was, that was my 7-Eleven. <laughs> so yeah. we yeah, before over to, the other 7-Eleven opened up. Yeah, before yeah, the other one opened up. Yeah. We went to 7-Eleven one Friday night to go grab a Slurpee, came back in the Classic, and this cop just gave us crap. And he was just like, you guys went all the way to South San Francisco and came back over here to Daly City and you guys are sitting here making making a lot of noise. I'm like, dude, we're watching these people bowl. And we just went to 7-Eleven. Mm. And he goes, yes, that's South San Francisco. I never knew that. that that's that's what the border was. Yeah, right there. Well, South City Cops and Daily City Cops back then get a little little too old school. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Hopefully they're all retired and, and half the force is now all Filipino. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're 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 the Tito boys that we that we that Hell we need yeah, in man. our in our in our police force. That's, I know. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's all Filipino now. Yeah, all Filipino now. So, what made you move out to Oregon? Um, you 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 lived in California. You lived in yeah, South, you know, South City. just uh, well, you know, after living in Hawaii for five years, uh, you know, the, yeah, we got priced out. Yeah. California was not affordable, so. Yeah. You know, Oregon, that was brand new. Portland, yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah. We've been here 13 years, so it's been it's been uh, it's been totally worth it. You nice. Know? It's and you know the Bay Area is just only a quick 10 hour drive if I need to head down. Yeah. And uh, you know it's still West Coast. You know I still got the beach like a like a, like an hour and a half uh, an hour and 15 minutes away from me. Yeah. You know, so it's good, man. Portland's awesome. You know, and we're right. No, we're not too far from Seattle and yeah. Vancouver. 
So yeah, man, Pacific Northwest. It's, I can tell you, there's a lot of Filipinos up here, man. We're, I can we're, tell you we're that kind of like populating. Yeah, we did that. I did that drive. I, did, I drove from San Francisco to to Portland um, for graduation because somebody was graduating over at um, got Vancouver, Washington. They're gra- yeah, high yeah. school graduates over so, the border. Yeah. Over the border. So we stayed in Portland, and I'll tell you this: we went to a Filipino restaurant in Portland. I forgot what it was or the name of it, but it was right by the bridge before you go over to Washington. Um, and I didn't think it was going to be good Filipino food, but I wanted Filipino food and I wanted to try it. I was like, oh my God, this is really good Filipino food. And I was so surprised at how good the Filipino dish was there. And then someone did tell me, hey, there's a lot of Filipinos out here. So, you know, don't. Yeah, it's growing. It's growing. Not as much as Seattle, but you know, Portland's got, got, Oregon's got enough Filipinos where, yeah, you know, hey, it's a, it's a good number. What was that? What was that place you ate at? I'm, you know what? I'm looking it up right now. I know, I know. God. It wasn't a, one of the food carts, right? No, no, no. no. It was a sit-down restaurant. Yeah, and I remember. I only remember because it was right off the bridge before we we got off the before we wa- jumped over to Washington, and Ooh. they said they said this is a really good Filipino place. Like the we stayed at Airbnb, and the landlords mm-hmm. who were there was like, yeah, eat at this Filipino restaurant. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Well, what you have? Oh man, I had I had some, you know, the of course I had adobo. I had pinak bet. I had um and I tried they had this one dish that was like an adobo fried rice that was in an omelet. It's kind of like what they had over in Elena's over in uh, in um in Hawaii. Really? But they had a different twist to it because they put they put a little bit of longanisa in there. Man, it was good. It was good. I'm yeah, try- find out, yeah. Find out the name of that place, man, because I haven't hit up everybody yet. I'm looking here. it up right now. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm glad Filipino food is is happening here in Portland. You know, like look up Magna Cucina. A buddy of mine owns that place. He, he's the chef over there. Okay. Boated, uh, boated a Willamette uh, or the uh, the Oregonians um, number best restaurant for last year. It was awesome. Filipino place. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to look it up because I, I yeah, yeah, I'll look. So it I'm up glad, I'm glad you discovered it. You yeah, no, it was good. Than. It was good, and you know, it's yeah. like it's just me. Like a lot of people, when we go on trips, we always say like, "Hey, let's try to not to eat someplace that we already have in the city." You know, there's gonna yeah. be McDonald's everywhere. There's gonna be all this everywhere. Let's try something that this state or this city is known for. So we we tried different things there. It was really good, and then yeah. you know, I'm kind of jealous you live out there. I wouldn't mind moving. I you know, the the time that we spent in Portland wasn't wasn't that bad it was just we just couldn't get used to like you know here in the city you see you look for a restaurant you can find see the restaurant right away there in portland when we were looking for a restaurant we're like is this it it looks like a house yeah like, yeah yeah i guess kind of like it. a nondescript kind of uh setups man but when you go inside man, that's that's what it's about yeah yeah and i, yeah. I, I kind of love that i was like whoa, whoa this is this is different you know this is yeah. something totally different and i love the way they did that um yeah. how how are you out there in portland when it comes to your comedy i know you're doing one for people out in, in, in oregon he's going to be in medford yeah, southern oregon they're going to be in medford rogue uh, regency yeah. comedy club july 29th yeah yeah uh but you know i mean it's a different scene up here i mean it's not i don't have a really big audience so i don't get to do comedy out here in oregon much yeah i, I usually travel up to washington and uh, california so you know it's, oregon's just a, a good place for me to just be quiet raise my kids nice and uh, do other stuff nice you know? 
but uh, otherwise we, we just moved up here for the different uh, you know lifestyle nice it, it reminds us it's got a little <clears throat> reminds us a little bit of uh, northern california nice you know? let's go down the list let's go ahead and let let everybody know medford oregon july 29th rogue regency club July 29th, 30, and uh, 31st of July, I'm going to be in Sacramento. Yeah. Laughs Unlimited. Laughs Unlimited. I got a lot of family out there. And I've been plugging, yeah, this, yeah. So I've been plugging show, that show. Yeah. Laughs is awesome. And then, uh, of course, Wednesday, August 3rd, Cubs San Francisco Comedy. at Cobbs. Yes. And then, um, then I'm going to be uh, in Salinas, August 5th, uh, there at the Filipino uh, uh, Filipino Center. There yes. in the uh, Salinas, and then I'm driving down, and then I'm going to head down to uh, to Long Beach on 6th for the uh, big Filipino festival. Nice. Long Beach. And then the, the 10th, uh, August, uh, Wednesday, I'm going to be in Irvine at the Improv. Uh, and then after that, the 13th, I'm going to be in San Diego. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's going to be it. And then um, the 25th, uh, I'll be back in California and Ontario at the Improv. So, nice. Yeah. I got those things lined up. So, uh, you know, if I can add something, you know, in between, that'd be cool. But, you know, I'll, I'll add more dates in the fall. But this is my summer tour. Yes. For everyone who's watching or whoever, everyone who's listening, check out RexNeverReady.com if you want more information on tickets and where you can buy your tickets. Um, RexNeverReady.com. I'll leave that in my description when I, you know, set up the, yeah, the yeah. podcast. You can also find me on the Instagram at Rex, at RexNeva and also at Facebook at RexNeverRate Comedy. Yes. Yes. Rex, man, I want to thank you for jumping on the daily podcast and, you know, I want to wish you nothing but full success with your career and nothing but, you know, love and happiness moving forward for you. And, and, you know, again, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for giving the Filipinos a name and, you know, for us to be where we are right now, you know, we went through the whole Asian hate not that long ago, especially here in San Francisco. Um, oh yeah. But for you to give us oh, something yeah. to laugh about, for you to have, you know, a new generation like my kids laughing at all your stuff, man, I, you know, I really appreciate what you do. And, and, and I'm honored to have you on my show. Thanks, man. No, thanks. This is a really big deal, you know, yeah. to, you know, to connect with the, you and, and of course, being on your podcast and, you know, just, um, you know, reconnecting with the Bay Area. Yes. Going back to, to SF and, you know, uh, and hopefully all the flips out there listening to uh, this podcast comes out to the show at Cobbs yeah. on the third, because that would be amazing. You know, just a little, little Filipino garage party happening at Cobbs. And for you Filipinos who's coming out, and, and when I mentioned this earlier, there's a difference between San Francisco Filipinos and daily city Filipinos. Let's just all get, get along when we're out there and yeah, all, yeah, yeah, have yeah. fun. We're there to laugh. We're there to enjoy. <laughs> if you guys have issues, do that outside. Exactly, do that. Do go go down the street to to whatever the pizza yeah. place is down there. Yeah, North whatever <laughs> piece you got, leave it at home. And also all the all the fobs and the flips. Come on, yes. together. Sit, share a table, man. Share a table. We this will. Is, this is how I rock it, man. Tell you, you know, come. I do fob material because I am one. You yes. know, and and I do flip material because I am one as well. So yeah, it's nice to mix them up together in the same room and. You know, I just I think that just strengthens uh, you know the next generations to come. You know, I got a funny quick story to tell you before I let you go. You know, I've been doing a lot of um, acting lately. Larry. I've been auditioning for a lot of acting, a lot of roles, and me being Filipino, I'm getting a lot of like, "Hey, can you play this Filipino character?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." They're like, "Oh, can you have the Filipino accent?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can, I can, I can do the Filipino accent." You know, you know, I give them the little fob accent that they ask for. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Hey, can you laugh Filipino?" And I'm like. <laughs> I had to think about that. I'm like, 
How do you laugh? There is how there is laugh? a Filipino laugh. How do you laugh, Filipino? <laughs> it's it sounds like you're eating chichiro. <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> I'm gonna do that next yeah. time. <laughs> that, that that like you're choking on chicharron oh man that's laugh. that is straight from the province man <laughs> next time i have next time i have questions i'm gonna call you and say hey rex i need help on this one how do i do it <laughs> yeah you did just message me and i'll get back to you <laughs> you know i'm still trying to figure out all the puzzle pieces myself and you know <laughs> that's the only way it makes myself laugh <laughs> Hey Rex, safe travels when you're driving down. Like you're driving down the whole West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Safe travels. Yeah. Um, I just came down from SoCal. It was fun. It was, it was it was a good trip down there. But for you traveling all the way from Oregon, safe travels. Stay safe. You just got to hit five all the way down. I think you're good, right? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks a lot, Eric. Man, no, I'll be seeing you soon. Okay, bro. I will be yeah, there. Trying to bring out your, trying to get your boys to come out. They got to see. They got to see. Me. I will. I will. I'll have them. I'll have them all come out, and then um. I don't know how I'll stand out looking out for you, but um, I'll find a way to say, hey, Rex, it's me. No, I'll, I'll hang out. I, I got nowhere else to go then. I'm going to hang out. I like to meet the fans and, nice. and old friends from high school oh, show yeah. up you know they randomly will. and embarrass me. But They'll I like, love that, man. That's cool. When the whole, when the whole you know, Bay Area comes out, you know, that's cool. That's Where, cool. So whoever's, bring, it, bring out the family. Man. Whoever's listening to this and hears this, if you guys went to high school with Rex, someone bring out a picture when he had a, the big poofy hair because we all had big poofy <laughs> hair back then. I we all had it. Poofy. We all had the big poofy hair. <laughs> I know. Rocking that Pinoy mullet. Hell we, yeah. I, listening I, to Death Angel. Hell I, had, yeah. I had the Pinoy mullet. I'm trying to grow that back now for a part of the show. So we'll see. Hell yeah. We can bring it back. <laughs> Rex Navaretti, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for being on the podcast. And again, safe travels, hey, and my I will pleasure. talk to you totally soon. Totally my pleasure. Merry Salamat, man. Yes. Salamat, Salamat, Salamat. All right, that Eric was fun. B. Man, Rex is a hilarious guy. Rex Navaretti, if you want to follow him, again, RexNavaretti.com. That's his website. You could also follow him on Instagram, Rex Nava, and he's also on Facebook, Rex Navaretti on Facebook. Um, he also has a podcast out. It's called The Flip Chronicles. It's available pretty much on all podcast platforms. I'm looking at Apple Podcasts right now. But funny guy. Definitely go watch him. If you're from the Bay Area and you're here in San Francisco, there's no excuse why you can't come out August 3rd at Cobb's Comedy Club. It's a Wednesday night starting at 8 o'clock. But if you're not from San Francisco, if you're from Sacramento, again, July 31st, he's going to be in Sacramento. Um, Laughs Unlimited. Long Beach, Irvine, but you can find all this at rexnavaretti.com. And this has been fun. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for jumping on. The podcast has ended, guys. Go in peace. But if you go to the Philippines now, do what I do. Just have fun, because anywhere in Asia, the Philippines, Manila, it's the best place to party. It's the best place to have a great time. We have the best bands in the world, the best singers, the best food, the best just like company. And I do that every time I, I go. Just like a few months ago, I went. And uh, my friends took me out to this one place where I didn't realize I drank that much beer, okay? Because in the Philippines, when you do the math, the beer comes out to like 12 cents a bottle. Thanks for listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B.